0: And welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin. We will be spending this episode talking about the uh, latter half of the first book of the Hyperion Cantos, appropriately named Hyperion. We are your hosts, John. And Johnny. And we are on the detective's tale with uh, Bron Lamia, the token female character? Yeah, I, for the Aphrodite, yeah. yeah. but she is um, at, at least as far as the pilgrimage goes. But she is definitely the opposite of what you'd expect. It's literally from a race of people that's super strong. Yes, because <laughs> <laughs> her name is Brawn.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, her name is Brawn. <laughs>
0: And Lamia, even though she's not a Lamia, but, um, this is our noir section.
1: Yes, this is the most, the most clearly defined. Like this story is in this genre.
0: (laughs) I really like. I I was already talking about reversal of expectations with with Braun, but I, I liked how the story started like a noir film, like she walked into my office. But it was it was Johnny um, who did and uh, so he was a guy.
1: <laughs> oh but yes. <laughs> that is a good like flip. Yeah. Uh, th- this is definitely the most plot slash like exposition y part of the story and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean they like th- there's the most plot. Th- they go through the most plot in this section between what happened with Johnny, all of the Technocore stuff that we'll get into, like we'll get into, like so that that's uh, the, the some of the mysteries with Hyperion and who does and doesn't want them to get to Hyperion. Uh, like, it's definitely more plot-heavy in terms of the larger arc of the story.
0: hmm And I'm sure there were many things that I missed as far as that regard, but isn't this the uh, part where we learn about different factions of the core?
1: Yes. So, do you wonder Yeah, I'll just go into that. <clears throat> so, at one part, I, I assume it's, I think it's Johnny, explains to Braun there are three sections within the Core, which is basically the super, the uber internet, <laughs> for all, all intents and purposes. Um, the stables, the volatiles, and the ultimates. The stables, I should have written this down. The stables, I believe, want to just maintain... Uh, the relationship that they have with the humans currently mm-hmm. the vo- the volatiles want to,
0: uh, to enslave it. humanity I yeah think. yeah <laughs> I mean, enslave I mean, or destroy I mean. it um and then the third is religious wants to build either build earth again or build um, build god they want to build Yes,
1: that. yes. Yeah, it's God. Yeah, Yeah. that I definitely remember. It's it's God. It's pretty explicitly, basically. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. That's, yeah. That's pretty much it. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: the UI, the ultimate intelligence. Right. Uh, it of predict predicting the future with 100% accuracy. Then here
0: we are again with future predictions um, preceded by... Dune. But <laughs> and yes. And before that foundation.
1: Yes. Although it's not nearly as common, obviously, in sci fi as it is in fantasy. <laughs> in terms of, like, prophecy as a thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yes. Uh, although they don't. The fact that there are these three sections warring or arguing within the Technicore, it does say something that, like, they're not. Unified behind trying to achieve a specific future.
0: Right. Which you could argue that the... What are the ones building God called? The Ultimates. The Ultimates may be just trying to... Kind of unite everyone in a common purpose because if you have something that can predict the future with 100% certainty then disagreements about that future probably tend to wane right.
1: yes yeah, the, yeah. like it, it, if you have something with that certainty whether the stables whether or not you should destroy or ally/live slash live with humanity is resolved because you know what would happen in either in either eventuality
0: and it seems to um, indicate that the universe is deterministic.
1: The oh the the,
0: the fact that someone can pre- predict the future with a hundred percent certainty, unless they're talking about different avenues and paths that the future can take. If you're just pre- predicting the future, then what? Than what impact do decisions have on that future?
1: Right, I think right for right now, at least since they haven't created the ultimate like this UI, it's more just they don't like. There's no answer to like basically that question isn't as far as. At least the stables and the volatiles would be concerned that question isn't re- relevant because there we don't know the future 100% yet.
0: Right, and not saying that even Simmons is saying that it is deterministic, right. just that the ultimates must believe that it's deterministic if they believe that building such a being is possible. Oh,
1: yes, yes, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the. That... That there that there wouldn't be any decisions because. Or, or that, like, all decisions are preordained. Yeah. Which machines, I would
0: think, would be more determinist leaning than your average human.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, unless. Uh, at least. Unless you are. A unless you are a member of a religion that specifically believes that as a human, then you would generally think that that choice, the human that like choice, has some sort of bearing on what happens in the future. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I use the word religion, but like unless your belief system, whatever it is, tells that, mm-hmm. sure, um.
0: Johnny is both, though. Yes, he is the a a very adorably named cybrid.
1: Oh yes, yeah, that's right. That's what they name him. Yeah.
0: Um, and he's there. I mean, he's he's not he's not a point of view character, right? In um, in Bronze Tale so kind of as a expository device and or is kind of something for her to protect. He works fine, um, yeah. But that I don't. He's not really supposed to be any more than that, which I do find a little strange, though, because. I would think that he should be at least somewhat like John Keats, but he is really not. He doesn't seem to have any flavor to him, like a like like a Martin Salinas, who's clearly a poet, a, 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 a not quite there poet.
1: Yes, that comes through easy. No, I think I think that's a fair like observation. I mean, I I don't know much about. Keats's poems other than what I read in high school or <laughs> just Keats in general. But I, I don't remember him Johnny having a particular a particular personality that would be like, Oh, he's clearly his personality is clearly supposed to resemble this person from history mm-hmm. or art or literature yeah I'm not saying
0: I know Keats poetry super well it's just this <laughs> is not, this doesn't seem to resemble a poet but, no
1: it, it, I agree that it, it doesn't and I part of that I think with this tale is that he going back to this tale being very exposition y is that he's the vehicle that delivers a lot of that exposition right uh which I guess could be done in a little let me, you could still give him maybe a little more character f- to do that with but um but at this at least for this his place in this story right now is or was like deliver the exposition to Braun, who's the vehicle through which the audience gets that yeah
0: I I, I yeah I mean I didn't really mind him um I just thought it odd that
1: he wasn't resembling who he was supposed to resemble. No, it 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 is. Yeah, it is. Um, And it's it's interesting just because there's so many artistic and literature references just throughout the book slash series. But and obviously, one of our pilgrims is an artist. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I think the noir and mystery part of this works really well, mm-hmm. just in general, uh, and the cyberpunk aspects of Johnny being, excuse me, a cybrid work really well with kind of the mystery of how he, of like why he was, how and like why he was killed like the first time kind of the, um. Yeah, the whole idea of, uh, you
0: you're going to help me solve my own death. Yes. Is, you know, there, there's, there's that TV show where like ghosts come back to the detective and like, you need to figure out how I died. Right. Um, but on the, on the whole, especially when this was written,
1: it's like, Oh, that's different. Right. Yeah. And like that, that combined with, it plays in combined with Johnny and Braun's role in like the greater arc of Hyperion of like, this is where we're going to get a lot of the technology stuff of like the technology side of the sci-fi that we haven't really gotten as much of yet in general. Uh, Or at least it's prior to this, the science has largely been flavoring to some of the other aspects like with um, the war stuff or the uh, more silentist stuff. Like it's more the flavoring for that. Whereas now it's a little more front and center of like this is this is why some of the technology aspects matter for how how the story is being told and what what the plot is. Yeah,
0: we're addressing it now.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Supposed to just yeah, as you said, can flavoring it. well which isn't
1: there's nothing wrong with that. Like it it obviously there's all these stories are all very different from each other. Uh just that this is the one where we are really getting more into the weeds with that. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. And we and we get a little matrix too.
1: We do yeah, we do get a little matrix. Or I was thinking Nur off uh, I no am correctly like, n- Neuromancer, neuro, yeah. neuromancer, Neur, neuromancer, neuromancer was be yeah, neuromancer with is even more than I was thinking of when he's when they're like in the Techno Street, like, it's not even, is it really technically the Techno Core? I forget how what he calls it. Eh, but. You
0: say it's the Techno Core. Um, and the danger is real. Doesn't that guy's head explode? I th- Be- yes. BB.
1: BB? Yeah, I forget ex- his exact. Yeah. Yeah. This was, Maybe, a, it was, but...
0: a, the detective's tale was, was, a, a good read. Um I probably was more engaged most of the time by the other tales personally. That's fair. Um I like there were there were um cer- certain parts like that part and the chase scene. The, the chase scene. The was chase great. scene
1: like at the end I yeah, like in terms of just imagery, I just the image of first reading this of Braun slash Johnny fighting their way to like the ship in effectively an Iron Man suit, like fighting <laughs> off all the people. Like that is a re that is a really cool image. Yeah, and that was
0: that was, that was a great climax yeah. to the to the chase. But even the chase itself was great because he used the farcasters to right, yes, give it its own, you know. T- uh, tinge.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know it works. Um, but yeah, that, but yeah that, that's true, and I think that's, again, part of the book, is that there's different so many different types of... He tells a, a lot of different types of stories in the book. So, like, s- naturally you're going to be drawn to as the reader to some s- stories more than others
0: oh yeah
1: right um,
0: and then, but at the end of the day she's she she may have been like the the strong character the, the little physically strong character um, and she, like she's she's just kind of the, the the muscle of the group and is 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 kind of subverting, you know, tropes in that
1: way, but she still gets pregnant. Oh yeah, yeah. Because of course, because <laughs> of course she does.
0: And it's with the cybrid, but they—I don't think they actually. Did anything?
1: So I don't. Weird. I adm- this is bad, but I admittedly don't remember exactly like whether or not they did actually like, <laughs> like what what exactly happened. They might have. The- yeah, I'm they sure th- th- they they have. Uh, they have to unless he's. Uh, they they have to unless he like in like impregnated her some wh- other way. It's not but that's like possible them. because. That's true, yeah. With the Cybrid. Yeah, yeah. Him being
0: a Cybrid, he's like in her mind and in her memories, but also in you know is retained in, an, in another body, which that, we don't see enough of in this book. Yeah.
1: I'm, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that'll be curious. So, uh, anything else on that one?
0: Not really. It, it was. It was a. Uh, it was a good hybrid um of of genre the most the most stark as yes. you, as you, as you said um, however many years before um detective miller
1: yes <laughs> yes, about going into the expanse but yes yeah uh an, another series that uses different genres in different books, but that's a whole other
0: <laughs> yeah um. Is sci-fi a uh, an especially ripe genre for
1: subgenres? Do you think? I think more so than fantasy in general. Um, yeah i i i I think because you can, yeah. I, I think in general more so than fantasy.
0: Yes. Well, you, I, I I agree, even though fantasy is not... Right. No, no slouch in that, because you have high fantasy, you have urban fantasy. Yeah, you could even put
1: magical realism in it. Yeah, there. Like, that, like, that's... Because my initial thought was, well, you could have something in sci-fi that's... You have one element but uh, that's sci-fi, but you could do the same thing with fantasy. So, like, mm-hmm. and it functions the same way. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I. I think maybe maybe there's just more examples, just because sci-fi is a has sci-fi just there's just more. I bet more sci-fi in general than fantasy, probably. Or like I, I bet there's more books that are published that um would be classified as sci-fi than fantasy.
0: And you say published. Um, which might say that even though writers might try to do it with fantasy, it doesn't work as much of the
1: time. Maybe, maybe it just doesn't. Maybe it didn't sell as well. I don't know. I would need to like. We, this is what we need to do with that chart thing. Right. <laughs> but I, yeah, or maybe that just sci-fi is a little bit older, like in jet, like or became popularized and has. A little more variety before you hit the 80s and 90s.
0: Right. Fantasy had, um, had almost no variety. <laughs> right,
1: yeah. It was it, yeah, Right, sure, yeah. yeah. Everyone that came for a period is now getting a discussion of <laughs> genre comparisons, but... You're welcome. Yes, you're welcome. But, yeah, I would... Yeah, like, because uh, fantasy, at least to my knowledge, through... 80s and like up until you basically, probably until you hit the 90s is largely people Tolkien and Lewis and yep yeah, I mean, yeah. And then that leaves us with the
0: most mysterious member, probably of he, the party, yeah. other than the guy that doesn't tell a story because he disappears. Yes. at sh- Mastine. Right,
1: in a shower of blood. In <laughs> a shower of blood.
0: As, yeah. Which was, was that before or after the detective's tale? Because that would have been... It's before. Okay, good. Yeah, that was a good before. decision. Because that's an interesting mystery. Yes. <laughs> a room covered in blood and someone missing. Very much a detective
1: Yes, that's true, yeah. To happen. Yeah. Detective-y. Detective-y. mysterious we will say mysterious No it's it's it's, it's forever detective and that's like Oh uh, okay <laughs> But yes it, it is a uh, we can go with mysterious if you mm-hmm. prefer uh... so
0: this this is an interesting um the the the, the console The console yeah. is is interesting in that it also plays with age and that's That his true. his grandfather yeah. doesn't age, and so his son is older. Is, well, is, is like yeah, is like yeah, is t- thirty at least thirty years older than yeah. him. Um, <clears throat> but it's and that's what that's kind of the the time quirk of of this story. Yeah, the FTL, the FTL, yeah. But it was. I think it's important because I think it gives light into what is what is really sick
1: about the hegemony Hmm. yes that was my, the main thing yeah that I um, which is kind of Simmons' take on at least I read this as Simmons saying that or at least like this part of at least the consul certainly saying colonialism and industrialization to the degree that the hegemony did it is really bad
0: (laughs) yeah i yeah i'd say that that's a a fair assumption that he's making that contention but he doesn't deny because he has all those worlds that are really breathtaking yes that are Total hegemony creations. Mm-hmm. So he's not like denying human ingenuity and the beauty that it can create, right? But Heaven's Gate doesn't have the kind of um, animal species and ecological
1: diversity, diversity, yeah.
0: and and just naturalism that Maui Covenant.
1: Right, had, which is a great name. it that, that is a great name. Yeah. Is the idea, I, a, it, a lot of the planet names are really cool.
0: It's almost as though obviously it's it's after Maui um and it, and it is kinda like a a promise or trying to hold to a promise that the natural world can be continue to be respected and preserved. Um, and just the idea that that is the farthest thing from em- anyone's mind in the hegemony is, is yeah. what they're disrupting. Um, they just want to, they just want to spread their arms out. They just want to expand. Yeah. They just want to go wherever it is possible for them to go. They just want whatever they can get. Um, and then I think, that's hey, not that different
1: <laughs> oh, from well, today.
0: But, no, that, that's, I mean, yeah, I, I certainly I'm think... like Because I'm thinking, like, we know that, you know, preservation is important and that, like...
1: Right, it's, but... As a...
0: there There is a natural world... And that's like my Covenant's like, oh, remember that Earth did have these, these elements to yes. it, like they used to know. And I'm like, did we used to know that? At right. least after Industrial Revolution or whatever.
1: Yeah, just, yeah, like that era, and yeah, base, yeah, which, um, because that's the console's entire. It, it's funny. I remember when I first read this, I didn't really understand it. <laughs> that was that was like the I can first, see why that was like like back in like high school when I first read this I I just didn't get it like I I just didn't really understand what the whole thing was about but now mm-hmm. I'm like it's it's basically the the backstory to why the console is basically on a revenge mission to try and destroy or wreak havoc on the hegemony as best as he can because the hegemony is destroying all that was good about this. Like all the all the good that of this thing, this planet, that mattered to him. Mm-hmm. Well, and well, and obviously his grandparents
0: in particular, right? And that he was—it was important that he was alive during that time.
1: Yes, yes. Because yeah, then he could, he could
0: see it. just the way that they just ground down his grandfather and his forces, just. Yeah. just kept throwing their virtually unlimited resources at them until they crumbled. Right. So it didn't matter how much he resisted. So he's like, okay inside game it is.
1: Right, yeah. It's like, yeah oh, okay, like, that's fine. I don't need resources other than myself to do this for mm-hmm. now. Well, for now.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, you know it's it's something that's easy to sympathize with the story that's you just like someone who's just saw everything that they th- knew as beautiful just polluted literally before yeah, their literally eyes right and, and just wanting nothing more than to devote vote their life against the people who did it
1: right and it's uh it's also interesting because in the beginning it's um um Gladstone has the conversation with him in like the first scene, she's like, That's a traitor. And he's and he's like, Oh, that's well, right. Well we'll root. and excuse me. And the console says, Oh, we'll root out who the traitor is <laughs> <laughs> and, but but like but the reader, when you get to this point, you're like, Oh, it's the console, but like you were saying, you sympathize with them. So you're like, Oh I, I get it. Like I get why. Yeah. Like I get it. <laughs> I mean, I
0: have to. I, I barely even remembered that there was a traitor because that, that was that was that was that was the point in the book where I was like trying to like get stability and just to be like, okay, let's let's uh, let's settle in here. So the fact that it was a traitor was. There was a traitor. Was one of many bits of information that I was trying to put into my head, and then it didn't have any relation to what was going on in the overall narrative, which was just them traveling and chatting. Not just them traveling and chatting. No,
1: up, I, right? But mostly that. And that makes that's totally fair because the the main um, that, that's totally fair because you, you don't the fact that there is a traitor amongst them doesn't really from what I remember, come up in any reasonable like or not in any form throughout the narrative. Right? Like Yeah, I mean geez.
0: Gladstone didn't Gladstone didn't even meet with the pilgrims.
1: No, she didn't no.
0: so the only one in that whole venue who necessarily knew about the traitor was the consul. He and, and he had no um, motive to alert their suspicions
1: about anybody. Right. So yeah, which... was so kind of removed from the story. Right, but... Yeah, so... But it's interesting, I... Yeah, and, and it's it's definitely... Uh, excuse me, obviously the most political tale. Uh, as far as, like, the... Yeah. Um, it, it, just because it... Well, because he's the only real, like, politician. Because he's a politician. Huh? Yeah. Uh... I mean, yeah, there's the like, yeah, the consulate, yeah, obviously, exo- yeah, there's, with the technical, there's politics, but it's like technical politics, and that's not the focus, the detective's tale. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the soldier tale is like a war tale, but, and there
0: is definitely politics in it.
1: Yeah. I say with the poet, <laughs> like, there's, some politics, but the, it's... the the quote unquote politics of publishing. Right? Yeah, yeah, but not yeah, like not like the politics of the hegemony. Right. Um. But yeah, anything else on the consoles? Too?
0: No. Um. It was a you know it was a uh, an interesting love story. Yeah. The fact that. He she kept, you know, she his experience was that she kept looking different to him every time, and he Mm. did he regarded her differently every time, but it was just like within a very short period of time. Whereas for her, it was a normal life with him as a fixed image interposing on parts of it.
1: Yes, here's an that's another example of something that like sci fi fantasy or. Speculative fiction, if you want to, however, if you want to go more broad, can do that. Like, "quote unquote," like non-genre fiction wouldn't, couldn't, right? Uh, outside of like a dream,
0: <laughs> yeah. And then th- that's cheating, right? Yeah,
1: right. Like, yeah, like where this, this is really what happened. This had real, tangible impact on, in particular, the consoles. Mm-hmm. Well, the grandfather and the consoles' life, in particular. That's well, and Siri, but the grandmother. That's
0: girl. a good point, but then I remember that fantasy and sci-fi are frivolous,
1: right? Yeah, there's 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 nothing important to be gained from these stories. It's just people, it's just people with laser suits and stuff, <laughs> la- 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 laser guns and as as I always say
0: <laughs> about the black gate. <laughs> Um in in return of the king, he's rushing at them with a
1: sword. Why doesn't he talk about his feelings? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's nothing in Lord of the Rings that could get anyone emotional ever. No because because I mean, they're just they're just swinging their swords, it works. Right. right, there are orcs. <laughs> there are orcs, so it's not valuable.
0: Anyway, Alright, Anyways, uh, let me wash <laughs> my that out of the way. yeah.
1: Let me like wash out <laughs> with soap. Yeah, see, I feel icky after saying that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, the so funny the, the funny uh, pop culture callback with the Wizard of Oz ending. Oh, Jesus!
0: <laughs> <laughs> see, um. Okay, but so that might seem very novel to people, right? But I I read the Dark Tower
1: series, oh. and in the
0: Dark Tower series, he does pretty much the same thing, um, but like even more <laughs> to a greater degree right. than that, um, because he blends real
1: and fantasy world but, to, to a yeah, absurd that's, degree that's, um, su- that's a good summary of that aspect
0: <laughs> right um and so I, I I thought it came out of nowhere um well not because they are all looking to gain
1: something right and it's I it's it's fine it's funny it's like oh haha I see what you did there mm-hmm. I I, I I wouldn't dispute that it comes out of nowhere, um, but also, like, he... But I, I get it. Me. Yeah, and, and, he had, and like, as I said, like, the series is full of uh, references to different uh, pop culture-type things, although, although this is the most, like, pop culture-y, or probably even the most, maybe even the most recent experience. Licit reference like reference to something because I think all the literature is pre-19 is it oh, someone's gonna like well, scream at me
0: do you mean in, in terms of literature L- literature or movies Be, because in terms of history the well holo- yeah the holocaust the holocaust yeah. comes after
1: Wizard of Oz but Yeah, yeah 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 history yeah like history is a little yeah history is a little it different. comes you know, it comes with yeah. Oh no! no it's, oh, it's like wait, during. It, it Who's Late thirties, right?
0: Right. So it's, 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 like it's, during, it's right. during. yeah. During yeah. like right at the beginning of it. Um, but is the is the song because they do the song is the song in the book? Oh, I don't know. But even if it is, I guess they wouldn't know the tune to it. So I guess it's the movie, which which does put it at, at nineteen thirty
1: nine. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I, I know late 30s I forget exactly Yeah but, um, know, Yeah it's just an Interesting call back uh, So the question I kind of had For us is the cliffhanger Unsatisfying <laughs> Or how you want well, to frame that I, differently
0: I don't know if I would I Call it a true cliffhanger Because the tone that he leaves us with is not a fraught one that's true yeah it's pretty much just we're going to we're going to pan out from this scene here and have them be you know on their merry way um and just it, it has this until next time Feel to it. I,
1: I like that phrasing of the "until next time" or the "to be continued."
0: <laughs> as
1: as opposed
0: as opposed to, um, I don't know. Dun dun
1: dun. Well, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's not. It's it, no, I'd agree with that it's not like the shrike shows up in front of them <laughs> and then it cuts the black.
0: <laughs> yeah, or yeah, it shows up. In front of them, kills one of them, right, And then, and then, and then like, yeah. and like, brandishes the rest of its fingers, and then, and then, the book right. ends. That
1: would be a cliffhanger. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. I I, I like that phrasing better. Um. Yeah. I I, so I, I agree. I'm okay with it because, like you said, it's not he. The book is like he told. He wrote the book that he meant to write, and it is a right. and it is a completed store project. Project. Yeah.
0: And I think and I think it needs to be. So it I I didn't need a cliffhanger. I I was like, oh, that, I I saw the Wizard of Oz thinking I'm like, oh, that happened and I'm like that, you know, that's as good as any for, you know, taking us out of this style of writing, yeah, this this approach to to telling the story and then um you know, going into the next one which is Going to be a continuation, but in a different, with different focuses. Yeah, different. Yeah, styles.
1: Yeah. No, I think that makes sense. Uh, did we have so anything? Uh, so anything else in general about the book or uh, the frame narrative? Um, Um, one thing that I really—I'm not afraid it or rather, but uh, yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. Um,
0: but one thing that I really looked forward to actually was, um, at, after every story, how everyone reacted reacts <clears> to <throat> that, and it's usually with very sober silence. Like, oh my gosh, you went through that. Um, which the worst was? I don't probably, know. They
1: were all. They, they were probably all probably pred- the priest or Saul or Saul. Yeah, the, those are the two. Like in terms of the eye, yeah, that would be my gut in terms of like them reacting. Yeah, I just what, what their reaction. I just pictured
0: to. everyone thinking what I was thinking when I probably said this before, but when Saul finished his story, like they're they're kind of looking askance at his face and being like. When's he going to cry?
1: Right. But then why then isn't
0: he crying? Right.
1: I'm almost crying. Right. But then it's like, well, he, he's probably cried all the tears. Right.
0: Yeah they're, all, yeah, they're all gone. Right.
1: Like, he's he's wrung dry. And that's why he's there. Yeah. Because he... Because he, cause he
0: uh, fought with everything he had against having to do this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no. I. That's a good idea. Yeah, like, and I, I do remember... Uh, looking forward to those the interlude type. I look forward to the interludes in general, just to see. Like, I, I I do like how we see we get glimpses of like the quote unquote outside world outside of just the tales on, okay. on Hyperion, and you get a sense for what's going on. And there's an there's an attack coming. Everyone's trying to leave the planet, but there are still these things that are structures to them for them to complete the pilgrimage that are like still in place uh, like the seagrass, uh, wind chipper or whatever they call it
0: right uh, but yeah we get our um, different lenses into Hyperion and then we have the more quote unquote objective view, view of what Hyperion what's happening on Hyperion yes. and what it Means for for people in general, which probably had most resem- more the most resemblance to the poet because he was so involved with the uh, the, the, the
1: the king. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because most of them didn't really have like the. I mean, the priest is the only other is the other main one that was there for an extended period of time and he was not he was like completely removed from the rest of civilization right
0: and then I think I think Kassad made it there yes
1: yeah yeah, Kass- yeah. Kassad was there for like a portion of his when he, I think it's when they like kill him and what's her um... they kill the
0: they kill the ousters yeah. might be on Hyperion Um. That's that's what I have.
1: Yeah. No. I. I mean, it's. It. it, it I, I. do think it's really unique in terms of how he structured it. I mean, well, unique in terms of uh, he's writing the Canterbury, a can a story with the structure of the Canterbury Tales, in a sci-fi setting with an overall like. With those stories being tied together, yeah, uh, in an overall narrative, which is overall, I think he executes, and we'll see how the next book or the next few books play out.
0: I agree. I'm invested.
1: Yeah. All right. right. Yes, this is again the second part of our discussion on Hyperion. We are the acolytes of Merlin, and we are your hosts, Johnny. And uh, John. And thank you for listening.